Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought as we journey through Matthew's Gospel in the first part of 2021, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Carolyn Denemont. Um, So lovely to be with everyone this morning. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and jump into the text. It's rather big, um, but rather important. So Abraham is tested. Genesis 22. Sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. And then God said, take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the region of Moriah, sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains that I will tell you about. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and he saddled his donkey and he took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. And when he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and he saw the place in the distance. He said to his servant, stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there and we will worship and then we're going to come back to you. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and he placed it on his son Isaac and he himself carried the fire and the knife. And as the two of them went together, Isaac spoke up and he said to his father, Abraham, father. Yes, my son, Abraham replied. The fire and the wood are here, Isaac said, but where's the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. And when they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and he laid him on the altar on top of the wood. And then he reached out his hand and he took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on your boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Abraham looked up and there in a thicket he saw a ram caught in its, um, in its horns. And he went over and he took the ram and he sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place, the Lord will provide. And to this day it said, on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declared the Lord, that because you have done this and not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore, your descendants will take possession of the cities of your enemies and through your offspring, all nations of the earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. Wow. That is perhaps one of the most profound stories in the Bible, and I was talking with Jago just before, um, quite possibly one of the most complex and um, 
yeah, it's, it can be mined for, for, I could probably study it for the rest of my life and not catch everything. So I'm going to, for the sake of time, try and pull out a few gems that I feel the Holy Spirit kind of prompted in me. Um, God tests Abraham. I think it paral- there's this, these parallels that you see between Abraham and Isaac, um, Isaac's story and the story of God and, and the father his, and his son, Jesus. It is a story of grace and mercy and the mercy of God, which saves Abraham and Isaac. And um, it's done in response to Abraham's faith. And in the same way, we're saved by grace through faith. And today's passage looks at one man, Abraham, who is um, often considered the the father of all who believe. Um, And that's referenced in the New Testament by Paul. Um, Here's a man whom God tested in perhaps one of the most difficult ways. Um, I want you to sacrifice your son, your only son, whom you love. Um, Sacrifice him as a burnt offering, which, of course, um, you may know is um, burnt burnt offerings are intended for atonement, for sin. Um, One life laid down for another's sins, um, for the life of another person's sins. Uh, So... The thing that is incredible here, of course, in verse three, he promptly obeys. And it's something you see in Abraham's life over and over again is this prompt obedience. There's no wrestling, maybe, maybe not. Uh, No, he does it right away. Okay, God says it, I will do it. The very next morning, Abraham got up and he saddled his donkey. And then in verse four, it took him three days um, to get to the place where God showed him to go. And and I just, I I feel like it's rather interesting that Um, to note that there's no mention of the many emotions Abraham could have felt in those three days um, as he's following the Lord's lead obediently. And perhaps it's remarkable simply for the fact that it's, it's not that emotions aren't important, but that what is important is that we obey irregardless of our feelings. We trust and obey, um, which is exactly what Abraham does. Um, And, and even to, to, to veer off into when you look at how Abraham is described in and Hebrews, you know, it talks about these heroes of faith and what is remarkable about them is that they leaned their entire personality, it says, on God um, it, with absolute trust and confidence in his wisdom and his power and his goodness. And this is exactly what we see Abraham doing here. Um, a bit like it's, it reminds me a bit of like those um, trust exercises that you do on like work retreats where you say, okay, you stand on this chair here and I, and I want you to fall backwards and your partner is going to catch you. <laughs> and it's something that um, you just need to do in trust. You got to trust that this person's going to catch you because if you're being led by your feelings, you're, you're not going to do it. You, you know, it's a bit scary, but you're led by, you know, this feeling, okay, I'm, I can trust you. Um, so I think going back to the text in verse five, Abraham says to his servants, you stay here with, um, while me and the boy, we're going to go up and I think it's great. He says, we'll worship and then we're going to come back to you. Now, of course he's, he's not lying. He, um, he's speaking in faith, uh, believing and reasoning even that God could raise him from the dead. Um, if that was what was necessary to fulfill the promise. And, and in some regards, it, it, it is almost as if he's receiving Isaac from back from the dead in the end, you know. Um, so he takes the wood and he gives it to Isaac and they go up. And as we've read, I, I might jump ahead a bit. 
um, you know, there is the the this dialogue between Isaac and his his dad, and he's saying, "Where's the lamb?" <laughs> Um, I think what's beautiful here is you see a son who has um, a faith just like his father, willing to trust God and believe God, believe his promise, and also willing to obey his father who's saying, just come with me. (laughs) What Abraham's response, this is incredible, and I think this is very key. Um, He turns to his son when he asks him, and he says, God himself will provide a lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. Um, it's admirable here. I think it's worth noting that um, it's trust and love that Isaac, Isaac had for Abraham and his father. Also a shared faith, like I said, um, and both trusting in God and his faith and his provision. And it parallels, again, um, uh, in looking at Abraham's response, um, God himself will provide the lamb. Um that this is something that is not only immediately provide, provided with the, the, the ram that he sees, but the provision is um, also found with us now. Um, it goes further in the ultimate fulfillment, which is found in Jesus, the Lamb of God. Um, and yeah, so uh, John uh, John the Baptist, it's, it's echoed this... Um, you know, God will provide the lamb at John the Baptist when he sees Jesus coming. You guys know that story. He's, he looks up and he sees Jesus coming in a distance and he says, look, behold, the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. I mean, this is like a echo of what Abraham is doing right here. I mean, it's beautiful. I feel like there's loads of echoes and we don't have a lot of time. So I'm going to keep trekking on and then end with one encouragement for all of us. Um, the last thing, of course, is uh, that the test. Abraham is right up to the point of just about to kill, um, sacrifice rather, his son. And God intervenes and he says, stop. I know you trust me. I know. Um, what? Let's look exactly. He says, um, don't lay a hand on your boy. Um now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Um, this again is very profoundly echoed in, in one of the most famous verses, John 3, 16, you know, for God so loved the world that he, 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 he gave his one and only son that whoever would believe in him, you know, won't perish, perish, but have eternal life. We then in turn hear God give him a promise. I swear by myself, he he says that um, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I surely will bless you and I'll make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies and through your offspring, which is singular here, all nations of the earth will be blessed because you have obeyed. That last verse, 18, offspring, is referring to Jesus. <laughs> you know, that it's directly not only, um, I think, genealogically, geno- uh, genealogi- is that a word even? <laughs> uh, probably not. But, you know, you can, so you can, you can look at the, um, the, the family tree of Abraham and, and you can see that he's related, you know, it's a descendant, but then also spiritually speaking, it's talking about us even, you know, we live in the blessing of Abraham's faith because 
he believed God, he trusted God. And so spiritually speaking, we're sons and daughters of Abraham because we've put our faith in um, and trust in Jesus. Um, and yes, I feel like I may have um, veered off a bit. So I, I guess what I want to say to end is, if, if it's all right, I'd like to just read one more verse um, to encourage us all in faith. It's from Hebrews, which, of course, um, speaks much of Abraham. In order that, um, no, therefore, rather, since we have such a cloud of witnesses who have borne testimony to the truth, let us strip off and throw aside every encumbrance, every unnecessary weight, that sin which so readily and deftly clings to us and entangles us, and let us run with patient endurance and steady, active persistence, the appointed course and the race that's set before us, looking away from all that will distract to Jesus, who is the leader and source of our faith, giving first incentive to our belief and is also the finisher and the bringer to maturity and perfection. He, for the joy set before him, obtained the prize that was set before him, enduring the cross, despising and ignoring its shame, and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. Um, Abraham loved God in such a contrasting way that, you know, when Jesus says you need to hate your, your mother and your father, that really difficult verse, it's not saying, you know, hate your, your family, but rather that your love and devotion to, to God should be so contrasting that it, it almost looks like, you know, hatred in, comparatively to, you know, your, your love, your, your commitment to God. And he had that kind of commitment. He was willing to, to, you know, we, in a sense, take up our cross, but he was willing to lay down his son. And, you know, um, we can have that faith and trust in God. And we have Jesus. How amazing is that? The fulfillment of the promise. So we, I just want to encourage us all to, to wait and hope and trust God. Um, because he is so faithful and we have Jesus, we have the Holy Spirit. I mean, wow, Abraham did that. So keep going in the sanctification process, keep going in the testing, trust God. That's all I want to say.